Shootcast. We hope you like it. Today we will bring to you an interview with Miss Rose, Lila's library, Rosie and Daisy from Year Six reading their work, Mr. Mog doing his polka dot badge, swimming captain interview, Felix Flex, and finally Year Five play their version of the Planet Suite. First, we will hand it over to Lily. Lila to introduce our first interview. Hello, we are about to interview Miss Rose, so please welcome Miss Rose. <laughs> Olivia and Isla, take it away. What's your favourite food? Oh, that's a hard one because I love all food. Um, my favourite food is probably Chinese takeaway, and I know that's really unhealthy, but it's one of my favourites, <laughs> particularly sweet and sour chicken. Love a sweet and sour chicken. What's your favourite biscuit? My favourite biscuit would have to be... It's quite boring. It's a chocolate digestive. So sorry about that one. What are you good at? Oh, that's a really tricky question. What am I good at? I like to think that I am quite good at being a good friend. I like to think that I'm quite good at teaching and also oh this is a really tough one what are you good at um i try to be good at being healthy and keeping fit but sometimes that doesn't always happen <laughs> if you're an animal what would you be Ooh, i think i would be a sloth so i could sleep all day what did you have for breakfast this morning I had two Weetabix with milk with some grapes on top. What's your favourite book and why? Oh, this is a tough one. I love lots of books. My favourite children's book is The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe because I've got lots of memories of this from my childhood and reading it at my primary school, which was a long, 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 long time ago. Who's your favourite class, not yours? Oh, who's my favourite class, but not... Well, obviously mine is the favourite. Um, I don't know, I like all the classes in Shipston. What's your favourite topic that you have taught? Um, I've got two favourite topics. One of them's from Year 3, which is Tribal Tales. I like learning about the Stone Age and the Iron Age and the Bronze Age. And I also really enjoyed Stargazers in Year 5. That's one of my favourites in Year 5. Who is your hero? Ooh. My hero? I don't really think I've got a hero. I think... I don't know. I think... It's a really tough one. Who's my hero? I just think, be the best person of you. That should be your hero. What did you want to be when you were younger? Um, when I was younger, well, I've always wanted to be a teacher, if I'm honest. So even when I was in primary school, I wanted to be a primary school teacher. I used to have pretend registers and I used to tick off all the children's names. So I've known I've wanted to be a teacher for a long, long, long time. Thank you for coming, Miss Rose. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Now we will introduce Lila to read us some book reviews of the books she has been reading this week. Hello and welcome to Lila's Library. I'm Lila and today I will read a book review about a book called The Magic Faraway Tree Collection, Three Books in One by Enid Blyton. 
Let's start off with me reading the blurb for you. Come on a magical adventure. Joe, Beth and Fanny moved next door to an enchanted wood and discovered the faraway tree with its many different lands. They meet Moonface, Saucepin Man and Sulky the Fairy and get to slide down the slippery slip. There's always a new land at the top of the tree. Will it be the land of treats, the land of secrets or the land of take what you want? Now I will read my favourite paragraph of the first page. You won't have any more adventures in the country than you will have in the town, said their father. I dare say you will find it very dull. But that's where he was quite wrong. My goodness, the things that happened to those three children. Okay, so now I've done that, I will tell you what Saucepin Man, Sulky the Fairy and Moonface look like. Saucepin Man is a man who has lots of hooks on his trousers and top, which have saucepins and kettles on them. Sulky is a beautiful fairy with silky hair. Finally, we have Moonface. Moonface is an ordinary man, except he has a moon for a face. But he can still see, hear, talk and smell. I would recommend this book to anyone who's interested in adventure and mystery books. Also, if you have read The Secret Seven, then you might like this book, because this book is by the same author as The Secret Seven. I hope you liked my book review. Bye! Next on the podcast will be Rosie and Daisy from Year Six reading out their best work. This is a flashback narrative based on Floodland by Rosie Tame and Pelicans. Struggling to walk, Zoe found herself stumbling towards an inquisitive crowd of angry-looking people. Approaching her was a young muddy boy about her own height, staring her in the eyes and making an awkward silence between them. What are you doing here, you cat? commanded the boy, whilst kicking Zoe in the leg. The rest of the group behind the boy started whispering and pointing at Zoe. What exactly do you mean by cat? I don't understand what you are saying, exclaimed Zoe with a confused look in her face. The gang fell silent again. Zoe managed to stand up onto her shaky legs. The curious boy beckoned Zoe forwards to them. Who are you then? If you're not a cat, what are you? Pestered the boy annoyingly. I'm Zoe, and I don't know whoever you are. What you are talking about, whispered Zoe, holding her leg in pain. My name is Doobie, and this is Eel's Island, exclaimed Doobie proudly. Zoe went silent and began to wonder if it was a mistake leaving her home, Norwich. It had all begun when I was on my home island, Norwich. The children who lived there were desperate to escape, but I was the only one who knew where the old boat that was used for fishing was. My parents had already left on the cargo ship a couple of years before. They They were made to go. My mum was sick and my dad had no choice but to leave me. I had to survive on my own for at least two years. Was I going to escape? Was I going to drown? Both of these questions were soon to be answered. I only really knew one person on the island. Gentle, kind, caring. Natasha used to be my best friend until the day when everyone left me. Upon discovering my boat, Laika, my my worry turned to a thought and my thought turned into a real life dream. This is a flashback narrative based off the book of Floodland by Daisy Roberts in Year 6, Pelicans. When safely away from Eels Island, Zoe and Munchkin stopped their meticulous rowing and bravely plucked up the courage to start a conversation. So how started Zoe anxiously looking at her bare chap feet? Did I end up on on Eels Island? It's a long story, but we have time, don't we? interrupted Munchkin rudely, with a smirk growing, growing across his face. I am aware, Zoe responded stubbornly, lifting her head so her eyes met with her companion. Anyway, how 
How did you end up in that treacherous, malicious place? With an eerie, eeriness in his voice, Munchkin answered, I wasn't always alone. Well, until my parents left. They told me I was useless. The next day they escaped onto a on a perilous boat. I got attacked by horses. They died. I was alone, forgotten, destitute. Tears filling in her eyes, Zoe remembered the emotional day when her parents abruptly left. I had run. I had to. They were chasing me. The mom was chasing me. They knew where my boat was. Imagine a land with no parents, where you had no one to turn to. This was my reality. I had heard voices, screaming, shouting. One sounded like mum, but she had escaped on the last escape boat that had come days ago, months ago, or was it even years ago? Dad had tried to save us all, but a ruthless man knocked me out and the rest is just a raw blur. When I awoke, I didn't know what had happened, except that my parents had gone without me. On the outside, I put on a brave face and walked past all people like I was in my own private bubble. I couldn't keep it in for long, could I? Would I? Would my parents be ashamed of me? Have I still got parents? Next we will have Lucy Willis testing Mr Mog on his polka dot badge. How many faces does a triangular prism have? Alright, triangular prism, it's got the two at the end and the three in the middle, so that's five faces. Yep. What is the perimeter of a square if one side measures 3.5 cents? 3.5 centimetres. So if one side is 3.5 centimetres, the square has four sides, so that's 12 and, uh, and uh, 4.5, so that's two, 14 centimetres. Yep. How many sides on an octagon? An octagon's got eight sides. Name two common quadrilaterals. Oh, a square and a rectangle. Yep. Brilliant. Which 2D shape has only one side and no corners? 2D shape, one side, no quite. Circle! Circle! Yes. yes! Name all four types of triangle. All four. Isosceles, equilateral, scalene, and right angle. Yes. Yes! <laughs> Commonly, what shape is a cornflakes box? Uh, that is a cuboid? Yes. Brilliant. Which shape has seven sides? It's a heptagon. Yep. How many vertices are there on a cube? Vertices? One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Yep. The perimeter of a regular pentagon is four metres. How long is each side? Oh, four metres? Uh, 0.8 metres or 80 centimetres. Yes. Is that all of it? Yeah. Do I get my polka dot badge? Yes. Yes. Yes, I rule. Thank you very much. No applause. I get applause. I was about to clap. Thank you very much. Next up, we have a quick interview with Georgina Slatter, the captain of the swimming team. Today, we welcome Georgina Slatter, the captain of the swimming team, who went to the swimming gala, which was on the 8th of February. Felix and Fletcher, take it away. How did the races go? Good. How, how many races did you do? Um, I did three races. How? Why did you pick your members? I didn't, Mr. Roberts did. Who did exceedingly well in the race? Holly, she did a race in front crawl and she won. Were there any problems in the races? Nope. Did the lifeguard have to come out? No, no not at all, no. Did, did we, we win? win? Yes.
Next up, we have Felix Flix, where he'll be telling us about what he, movie he has been watching. Well, I've been watching the Emoji Movie. So, the Emoji Movie, I'm not uh, never before seen. Secret world inside your smartphone. Hidden within the messaging app is Textopolis, a bustling city where all your favourite emojis live. Hoping to be selected by the phone's user, Alex, in this world, each emoji has only one fa facial expression, except for Jean, an exuberant emoji. Jean couldn't understand why he wasn't a proper emo met emoji, like his parents. He had all of the emotions, and when he tried to be a mare, halfway, halfway to his destination, someone said something funny on the phone or to someone else, and he burst out laughing. He had his own personality, but the wrong personality for his family. Jean, doesn't, Jean feels he doesn't fit in and convinces his parents to let him go to, into the phone for a day. During that time, he gets picked by Alex for a message, but he makes the wrong expression and embarrasses Alex. Feeling upset by his mistake, he meets High Five and they go to the loser lounge, the place where all the unused emojis go. High Five sees the bots who are hunting Jean down and he is worried he will be deleted. So High Five nervously tells Jean about a hacker who might be able to save him, but his but this would involve having to go to a bug dap. Knowing the risks of a bug dap, which is full of dangers such as viruses and glitches, they decide to bravely go in search of the hacker. In the bugged app, there is a bar where everyone hangs out. The two find jailbreak on a sofa. She had blue hair and wearing a blue hat. She was typing on a computer and wasn't interested in helping them until she sees that Jean makes multiple face faces. Xbox then, Xbots then enter and start causing trouble by deleting the patrons, forcing the other three to run. Jailbreak proposes going to the phone's Dropbox to reprogram Jean and then she can live on the cloud. They first passed, pass through Candy Crush, where Jean gets stuck inside the game. The other two match the candies to the same colours until they're able to free Jean. However, their actions in this game causes the sound effects to play when Alex is trying to ask Andy to the school dance, causing him to look weird in front of her. The trio then go to the Just Dance app where they meet the avatar Akio Glitter and they have to dance in time with each other. High Five storms ahead dancing like a pro and luckily for a jailbreak she is probably the worst dan at dancing from all the emojis in the whole phone. So Jean stays behind helping her until they're on the last dance move and the bots appear. This causes the app to make noises during Alex's class which embarrasses him. He deletes the app forcing the trio to run to the exit. The bots are destroyed, but High Five is pulled into the trash by one bot. Will Jean ever make it to Dropbox? Find out by purchasing this DVD. The Emoji Movie has a thumbs up from me. Now we will have our final thing on our first Sheepcast, which is Year 5 Planet Suite. First, we will hand over to Mr Mog, who will introduce it. OK, with me today, I have Tallulah and Iris, and they are here to tell you exactly what you are just about to hear. So what are we about to hear? Well, you're about to hear 
um, year fives own songs that they got inspired by the planet suite. And who's the planet suite by? Um, Gustav Holst. Gustav Holst. And what have you done then in comparison to that? We, because our topic is um, um, stargazers, we have made our own planets with their um, gods and we have um, chosen our instru instruments and created our own um, piece. Okay, and did you enjoy doing it, Iris? Was it good? Um, yeah, it was really fun. It was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, you had a really good time doing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, thank you girls for explaining what we're about to hear, and, uh, and you'll hear that next on the podcast. Our planet is Apollo, and we're representing how he pulls the sun across the sky each day.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. It was run by the Sheepcast Committee. Isla Travis, Lucy Willis, Lila Mogg, Olivia Wisneska, Felix Davison and Fletcher Loveridge. Music was run by bensound.co.uk. A big thank you to Miss Rose, Mr Margaret, Swimming Captain Georgina Slatter, Mr Roberts for providing the polka dot badge, Rosie and Daisy for reading out some work. We will see you next time for the next episode. Bye! Bye.